This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am a holistic and integrative healing arts practitioner, an intuitive, and an energy healer. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and suggestions that have helped me along my path in hopes of inspiring and helping you along yours. Let's get started with today's podcast topic. Hello, bright soul. Thank you for joining me on another podcast. And thank you to everyone who has taken the time to lend support, leave feedback, share my work. I so appreciate you. And if you haven't left me a review on iTunes, I would so appreciate it. And also, I wanted to mention it's best to check the description before asking a question because 99% of the questions are answered there. And also, I have like links to videos and things that further explain stuff. So it just saves time uh, because a lot of times I can't get to the questions for days or I just can't get to them all. It's not that I don't want to, it's just a time thing. So I wanted to offer that here. And I'm just going to go ahead and get started with today's podcast topic because because I don't know if you've noticed, but the energetic climate is ramping up a little bit again. And here in the United States, it's an election year. So people are really penetrated about politics. And people are also upset because of the COVID stuff and vaccinations. Plus, you have to think we've been holed up for, you know, months since March. And things have shifted. And there's no sense of normalcy for most people. Uh, The other thing, I had this conversation last week with a friend of mine who was sharing that in the past, there was an end in sight. So for those of us that are goal oriented, we're working towards something. But when things are just fluid, and there's nothing solid, there isn't a target in mind. So we're kind of in this fluid flowing type of energetic climate right now where nothing is completely certain. We're kind of waiting for something to come through so things can get normalized or we can get back to something. And for many people who have lost work or homes or relationships, you know, there's been a lot of change in a short time and it's tough. And then you add the political climate on top of that, it gets a little bit overwhelming at times. And so I had a conversation with a friend of mine who was telling me that people are becoming very loose is the word that comes to mind, but I don't know if that's the correct word. It's almost as though people are just like, they don't care anymore. So when they would normally be able to hold it together, or they would normally be able to, you know, refrain from venting their feelings, now they're just letting it all out. So he was sharing that at work, someone was venting about politics to him for over 40 minutes. And it was very opinionated. And he is is in neutral. He didn't want to know one way or the other. He was just trying to do his job. He wasn't interested. And it was very agitating to him. And I completely understand where he's coming from. I've shared this in several podcasts. People are very opinionated, hardline, one way or the other in most cases. And when I was in the military and I worked manpower, we learned that you can find statistics to support your viewpoint. So everyone has a viewpoint and they find all this data and statistics that's just slanted to support their personal viewpoint. We all do it. And then they try to, you know, overwhelm people with their opinion to try to sway it, but it doesn't do anything except for cause the person that you're trying to sway to dig in and to resist you. And there's literally no point. (laughs) But people do it. And they do it day in and day out. And it gets really overwhelming and agitating. And it's not just online. It's also in person. It's in everyday interactions. And so what I've really been working very 
diligently on and I'm succeeding and I'm going to share with you what I've been doing that's really been working well for me is I've just been focusing on how can I stay joyful because I can't get angry enough to make someone else happy. I can't get poor enough to make someone rich. I can't get sick enough to make someone healthy. (laughs) So it's kind of like if you dip down and join their vibration, now you're just both in the pit. It doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help anything. And so what I've really just done is tried very hard to just keep myself in a vibrational state that allows me to hover above it. And I can give a little bit of energy down to lift someone up, you know, to the extent that they want to, but I don't want to go down to their level. And I've went down to that level. So this is a practice. I'm not perfect. But there's times where it gets to me too, where I'm like, oh my gosh, people stop. Like, I don't care about your opinion. Your opinion doesn't change my viewpoint at all. And so I understand how that can get frustrating. And even with me, like my opinions, my opinions aren't going to change someone else's viewpoint. So I'm not saying that it's other people. I'm not, it's not from a judgment standpoint. It's from a reality standpoint. So we all do it. And so what I've been doing is just remaining neutral and choosing neutral topics um, and letting people have their own experience and their own opinions, their own viewpoints, whatever makes them feel good, let them have it as long as it doesn't infringe on me. Now, when it infringes on me, that's when I can get activated. And that's when I really had to do these practices that I'm going to share with you right now. So the first thing I've really been working on is just having compassion and remaining unattached. If you get hooked, then you're reacting and you're not in a neutral standpoint. So when I hear people talk about politics or insensitivity regarding the pandemic or their opinion, which I typically don't agree with because I'm usually in the minority with how I think and what I believe. I just listen compassionately without getting hooked and whatever they need to do to make themselves feel better, as long as it's not infringing on the rights of others or harming other people, let them do it. You aren't going to change their opinion. So The other thing with compassion that I've really been practicing is I have several associates and friends of mine who were furloughed and were laid off during this pandemic. And a lot of them have been drawing unemployment. And I see some of them getting really angry and blaming um, politics or the political climate or the governor or whatever about the state that they're in. And I can totally understand that there has been decisions made. You know, we can't please everyone. So everyone's not going to agree with that. I don't agree with all, all of it. And they are experiencing and processing their emotions with their circumstances in uh, in a way that they feel out of control because a couple of them are in industries where the entire industry is shut down. So when someone is very insensitive and says, go get another job, they've worked their whole life in one industry and they don't really know another industry. And with everything being half staffed and, you know, so many industries are still shut down, it is a very insensitive thing to say to someone who is still processing this abrupt shutdown or loss in their life. So I've just been really compassionate with people and thinking, how can I help and serve? I want to validate those feelings and I want to listen and I want to support them as they go through this. But I also don't want to get sucked down. So 
to me, this, this isn't the time to try to give advice or this isn't the time to try to um, give some kind of pearl of wisdom. For me, this is a time to have compassion and just listen and be an ear unless they ask me for advice. But a lot of times we're quick to give advice without really understanding what the person is really wanting or needing. Sometimes they just need someone to listen. And so I've been doing that, but I've been choosy about doing that because some people are just angry and they want to take it out on other people. And I'm not going to tolerate that. It will not be the dumping ground for someone just to put their anger on. But when I see an associate or friend that's truly just struggling and processing their emotions, I've just practiced compassion without getting hooked. The other thing I've been doing is when people are sharing their opinions, and this is not just online, which I know a lot of things are virtual now. This is also in person, just in everyday life. When they are um, sharing whatever their viewpoint is, uh, especially regarding the mass or an immunization or, or whatever it is that they feel is just the end all be all and the solution. I just smile and listen and let them have that opinion without it activating the opposing side in myself. And I think to myself, these people are doing this because it makes them feel better and they feel it's right. And that's where they are in their journey. There's a little bit of a placebo effect when you believe something is the end all be all, then by believing that if it's not from a source of anger, or, you know, hatred towards someone else, it can actually boost your immune system because of the power of your thought. So I just kind of smile and let it go and let them think what they think. And the same is true for me, I'll think what I think. And, you know, hey, what works for me, works for me and what works for someone else works for someone else. So that's one thing I've really been doing so that I don't get hooked. The other thing is, and these are practical things that I'm going to share, and they're things you already know, but they're a good reminder and something I've been reminding myself, you know, on a day-to-day basis so that I can stay uplifted through this time. So the human brain, we have a negativity bias. So we will basically, I think it's for every five negative thoughts, we have one positive. I'm not sure the exact science on that, but... It's something to that effect. So you'll notice if you get a thousand wonderful compliments, the one person that says something negative, we tend to own in on that. We focus on that. That's just the way the human mind works. So what I've been doing is really being mindful, practicing mindfulness about how I'm responding to people. I even do this outside of this. But for me, like for Yelp, for example, if I if I leave a Yelp review, you have to give me really horrid service for me to do a negative Yelp review. But if I do do a negative Yelp review, I will make a practice to do three positive Yelp reviews to counteract that one negative. It's just something I've always done. So when you notice yourself with one negative experience, um, then try to counteract it. You know, five would be great, but I always do three. So if someone is agitating me, I will find three things that I like about that person to counteract that one agitating quality so that I can bring myself back into balance. And I've been doing that with everything, even with negative thoughts, like, you know, I don't want to psychically attack leaders. Psychic attack is, you know, when you're thinking hateful things, when you're doing this work, and your chakras are really clear, I know that my will center is really big. My chakras are clean because of the meditation practices I do the exercise taking care of myself, I'm on this path. So I have to be careful when I'm thinking negative things or saying negative things because it's a form of psychic attack. So when I catch myself doing that, I will say, okay, wait a minute, let's back it up. You know, cl- can't clear, clear, cancel, cancel, erase, erase, erase. 
And then I will go back and say, okay, I don't, this is my limited awareness. I don't have all the information. This person's doing the best they can. This is where they're at. Let me focus on how I am reacting and what I can do just to keep myself in balance. And it's a mindfulness practice. And I know we we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. But that's why it's called a practice because we just keep picking ourselves up and restarting. So that's one thing I've been doing. The other thing is also physical exercise It boosts your mood, it gets your endorphins going. We had a snowstorm here after fire. So the moisture was good, but it got really cold here. So my outdoor walks are no longer applicable right now because I'm not walking when it's that cold outside. So I've just been doing indoor walks on my treadmill, still doing my exercise. So that's really important. Also, you know, focusing on your experiences. Experiences last longer than possessions. And I know this time is very difficult for many people. You know, and it hasn't been easy for me either. I've been super blessed. I've been very taken care of. I have no complaints like Honestly, I have so many people in my life that have really been impacted heavily by this pandemic. And for me, it's just been more of my work sped up, of course, because I work in medical and just the nature of what I'm doing. And then navigating school and feeling closed in like a lot of people have been feeling very closed in because my outlets that I normally have were eliminated or closed down. And that's been very difficult not being able to see family, not being able to go see friends. That's been tough for everyone. So we're all in this together, not feeling like we had a summer because I only got to get in a pool one time for the whole summer. And, you know, I'm a warm weather gal, I like to go to the hot springs, I like to swim. So it's kind of reminding myself that we're all in this together. And this is forcing us to find other ways to fulfill ourselves and keep ourselves uplifted. So since we can't go outside, we're being forced to go inside. And by inside, I mean our meditation practice, our spiritual practice, doing things a different way. We have to find other outlets. And so because we're all in this together, it's it's kind of like um, supporting one another. So it I think it'd be worse if it was just you by yourself, but it's everyone. And so there is a form of community and bonding that can occur if we choose to. So I've been focusing on, let's look at the humor in the situation when we can find it because that actually uplifts your mood. And it's better for your body. So I try to find the humor in it and focus on the experiences instead of the possessions for those that have lost things. You know, how can I create more peace in my life? What can I do with what I have? The other thing is sleeping is phenomenal. So, you know, when we don't sleep well, we crave carbs the day, you know, the next day because the carbs are giving you energy. So if you're trying to lose weight and you're not sleeping well, that's really tough because then you're binging on carbs because your body is just trying to get energy to, to make it through the day. So practically for sleep, uh, I've shared in previous podcasts, I've been focusing on rest and solitude because I was just getting run into the ground through all this. So I've been doing um, yoga nidra for sleep at night, which is very, very relaxing and soothing and prepares my body for rest and really been focusing on how many hours of sleep I can get a night and the sleep quality so that I can wake up and feel more rejuvenated and your mood is better and you're very, you're more patient when you're rested. So that's something very practical. And then 
I shared in last week's podcast about being grateful. What are three things you're grateful for in every area of your life? And the more you focus on it, the more you tend to align with it because your vibration is held there longer and then you attract things that are like that vibration. So that's something very easy we can all do. Also keeping your front and back solar plexus cleaned out is very important because that's where we store our emotions past and present. And I will clean our solar plexus today during this healing. And the last thing I wanted to offer is, you know, focusing on the feeling that whatever it is that you're wanting or you feel like you're missing brings you. And because a lot of people are not working or they've lost possessions. So, you know, what I've really been doing. And for me, I really, I miss my family. I haven't been able to travel to see my family or my friends for that matter. So something that you can do is focus not on the actual thing, but what it gives you. So for example, I have a friend of mine that's out of work. And so what I offered is, what is the feeling of working? What is the feeling that that gives you if you had a job? And, you know, and so we're drilling it down. So she's like, well, being able to pay my bills and I miss my friends that I work with. And I'm like, okay, so paying your bills gives you a sense of what? Well, it's stability, it's security. And then being with your friends gives you a sense of what? Support and, you know, community. So what I really do is just drill it down to focus on the actual underlying feeling that you're trying to achieve. And then what you can do is go back to those times that you had that feeling and just sit and marinate in that feeling because it's a vibration. Everything is energy. So what I do is, and I usually listen to music that really soothes me. And I just really focus on those feelings. And if I have pictures, I can look at the pictures. Like I've got some beach pictures that I took when I went to the beach in March. I look at the pictures and then I remember the way it feels. I remember the sound. I remember the experiences that I had, the joy that it gave me inside. And I sit there as long as possible. And it is an instant mood booster every time. And the longer you can stay there, the more you are aligning with that vibration. And you'll notice that you'll align with like vibrations. So that is something very powerful that we can all do. And it's worked for me. It's always worked for me. And then um, along with that is service, helping other people in any way that you can. And it doesn't have to be financially if you can't do that. But just the little thing that I just shared with you, that was an act of service that I shared with a friend of mine, like, okay, let's drill this down and giving her a tool that helps her to create and revisit the reality that she really wants. And it also gives her a sense of relief because when you're focusing on such a joyful state, you'll notice your whole body relaxes and it puts you in a completely different peace of mind, which is relief. It's, it's a form of self-soothing. So I hope that makes sense. And let's go into a healing. And with this healing, I'll be cleaning your front and back solar plexus and just doing a general cleaning on your whole aura to get rid of any of that stress energy. We'll cut cords to make sure that you're not picking up other people's stuff. So you can just go ahead and relax, focus on your breathing uncross your arms and legs and I will turn the healing on
and I am grounding you and finishing the healing. Okay, and so it is. You can come back into your body. And as always, I want to thank you again for tuning in. If you're not subscribed to my newsletter, you can do so on blendedinside.com right on the front page. Off to the right, there is a place to subscribe to my newsletter. That's where I send my updated healing lists. And the first time you subscribe, you can download my healing list by topic. A lot of times people say, can you do a healing for this? Can you do a healing for that? And I've already done it. So that's the best way to get access to all of the healings that I've done. And I just wish you a great week. I hope that this helped. And I send you all my love. Take care. Bye-bye.